Welcome to When Ghosts Speak with Melissa and Mary Ann. Well, thank you, everybody, for joining. This is Melissa Marianne. Thank you for joining in on my crazy idea of starting the podcast from our lives. <laughs> yeah, me that just doesn't touch computers. Let's add something else to it. <laughs> you know, we like challenges, so <laughs> because you kill electronics and, and including computers, so I'm doing that's right. That's right. So it, this is. A new challenge, let's put it that way. And and everybody seems to really want to hear this, so let's do it. Hey, you know, I, I think it's I think it's gonna be a fun thing and I think everybody's gonna enjoy it. But for those of us that are new that haven't seen our Wednesday morning ghost chats, Marianne, uh you and I we've been working together, what do we say, about fifteen years? Yeah, I think it's pretty close to at least fifteen years. I knew you when you had your other business. So, you know, when you when you just sold books and not all the other great stuff you sell now. So, yeah. So it's probably been a good 15 years. Yeah. And uh, before you met me, you know, hustling books and getting paid to be the book nerd, you were the inspiration and the consultant for a pretty well-known show. Ghost Whisper. Yeah. With Jennifer Love Hewitt. It was on for five years, and I guess I was really excited about it when it happened. I mean, geez, I'm from Ohio, and there's going to be a, a TV show on a real channel. And But <sighs> unfortunately, writers had the same misconception of what ghosts are than like everybody else. And so... I like I like to say there was only four sentences each week that were true. The rest was all Hollywoodized. So that's what we're going to try to sort out on this uh, podcast today. Yeah. So our very first one, we're going to go over some common uh, misconceptions, questions that uh, you and I hear a lot. Um, because now that I'm no longer, you know, being a book peddler, um, I own a metaphysical shop, Goddess Elite North Homestead, and so. A lot of questions. And you know what, what usually starts for me when the customer comes in and they'll lean in really close and they're like, you're probably going to think I'm crazy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I look where you are. Well, yeah, that's, right. <laughs> so, that's exactly right. So here's here's some of the questions that you and I hear a lot when it comes to, to ghosts and earthbounds. But maybe let's let's explain real quick for those who aren't on the know from our Wednesday morning chats. What's the difference between like an earthbound and somebody that's crossed over? Okay. An earthbound spirit is a person that died and the white light was right there for them. It's there for everybody. And it was their choice not to go into the light. When a person dies, they have choices, go into that light or do not go into that light. The spirits that make the choice not to go into the light lose it, and they become earthbound. And those are the ghosts that give people problems. Those are the ghosts that I see, can talk to, and remove. Once it crossed over, nope, that's not my area at all. 
so it's it's the earthbounds that are hanging in people's houses, causing the problems, hiding things, moving things. In some cases, um, <laughs> bringing T-shirts from somebody else's house into another house to oh, cause murder. <laughs> they can do all kinds of cute little things like that. Absolutely. And if it's anywhere close to a full moon, a new moon, uh, an eclipse, oh gosh, it's like ghost on steroids. They can really do stuff then. So I think uh, that that's a good question um, that we didn't even have on our list prepared. Um, Halloween, since we are recording this right before Halloween, they're, they're only popular and, and uh, active in the month of October. Don't I wish. Absolutely not. It's all year, but it's Halloween. And everybody likes to be scared on Halloween. Everybody thinks they only come out on Halloween. Absolutely not true. You know, these people go to these uh, cemetery tours during Halloween. I got to tell you, there's no ghosts in cemeteries. I don't know what the heck they're looking at in there. Um, <laughs> they don't eat or sleep. They need human energy to keep going. Everybody in the cemetery is dead. So who are they going to get energy from? You know, in all honesty, I'm not saying some old lady spirit doesn't swoop through and make sure that her daughter's taking care of her headstone. But hang out? Nah, not at all. And, and only at night. You can only catch them at night. Between like <laughs> midnight right. and three, night and four. <laughs> and you know, that's what people say when they call and leave messages for me too. Well, I only hear them at night, so that's when they're busy. No, you have street noises, the radio on, a TV on, uh, the ice cube maker dropping ice, the, the dryer turning off, the machine turning off, the furnace or the air. You don't pay attention to it during the day because you're busy. But at night when the house is all nice and quiet, that's when you think that they're most active. But that's not true. They're active all day long. I think, too, if you're a parent with kids, you're going to blame the kids for that weird little thing. You know? Exactly. Exactly. And it's more obvious if you live alone or there's only a couple living together because you can only blame each other so much. And and as a side note, I, you have no idea how many earthbound spirits have caused divorces in houses, because if they can get the couple to fight with one another, look at the energy they're putting out. Keep that in mind, energy, energy. That's what they need. So that, that's a big question here that we, that we hear about eating and sleeping. You know, do they, do they eat? Do they sleep? How do they get their energy? And it's, it's from your emotional. And, that's and right. Out. Years ago, there was a club called hilarities and the energy in there was, Oh, vibrant. Of course, there were ghosts in there, too. They can get energy from that, too. But if they're in your house, it's a lot easier for them to cause fighting and bickering and, you know, slamming covers and walking out of the house than it is to make people sit there and giggle or laugh at something. Right. Well, and then I think, you know, if there's ghosts in restaurants, clubs, they're going to mess with the kitchen appliances, the things that cause the owner problems that they're stressed out over that, the ice machine going down, the grill going down, the, you know, microphone system in the club shorting out again. That's right. So. <laughs> and, and people complaining about 
Uh, they can't keep staff. And I'm not talking about now since all of this COVID business, but, you know, if you've got your wait staff or your cooks or your line cooks and they're ready to take a knife to one another and then they're quitting constantly, there's a reason. And they love, love, love restaurants. So, you know, another big one that we hear, cold temps. Ghosts only have cold temperatures around them. Not true. It's a temperature change. It can be a hot spot. It can be a cold spot. And it just doesn't make any difference. It's a temperature change, not always cold. I wouldn't mind if it was a warm spot. I'm always freezing. You know, come come make it warmer. Yeah, <laughs> next to me. Cozy up to me. <laughs> right. But you can't get close to me because I have one of your Quincy's on. So do it from three feet over there. That's right. <laughs> Let's see. So one of the other questions we hear a lot, um, and maybe this is the one that Hollywood puts on the most, they don't know they're dead. Oh, I would love to know you die and your body, the spirit walks, your spirit walks right out of your body. Uh, you were in a car accident. You're dead. You look down. You see your leg in a weird position that if you were alive, it would really hurt. And how do you know you're not dead? That is, I I don't even understand where that comment ever even came from. You're, everybody attends their funerals. There you are standing at the foot of your casket, looking at your body in a casket, and you don't know you're dead? Come on. You know what? This is common sense. Don't make it harder than it is. I mean, I, I would think it would be more of a denial. Like, I don't want to be. I refuse to accept. And a lot of people, a lot of spirits standing at the foot of their casket, that's exactly what they say. It's like, oh, no, what's my wife going to do? What what are my kids going to do? I was still fighting with my brother. Oh, my gosh. You know, so there's all kinds of reasons. But not knowing they're dead, baloney. They absolutely know they're dead. So are they always bloody, gory? you know, holes in them, um, showing the damage. Because otherwise, you know, we would all hope to to die in our sleep, leave a better looking corpse, right? That's so right. So what about those that are in the car wrecks, that are military, you know, and, and having, you know, unfortunate things happen? What do they look like as a ghost? Are they all torn up? Absolutely not. The body is what is mangled or gory or bloody. The spirit is totally whole. Even if 20 years ago you were a diabetic and you lost a leg, your spirit has the leg. And I have never seen a ghost carrying their head, missing parts or pieces, puking, TV, movies, not, not real at all. You know, should something happen and I, I pass, I'm going to come see you. I'm going to be carrying my head. Just because I can, <laughs> just because. <laughs> like, you, you know, that's that's a good, you know, and I wonder, once you're a spirit, can you take your head off? I mean, you've said that they can change their clothes. They so, can, but I don't know if they can change their body parts. So. 
I mean, I, I would be the one. Don't, I try. don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> well, you go ahead and try, but I don't think so. <laughs> it's well, like people, you know, they, they die and it's like when they say that now my mom died. Now she's an angel. No, 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 no. Mom is still mom. Angels are angels. Everybody stays in their own species. You don't come back as a dog, a cat, a cow. No, you come back as a human. Maybe not the same male or female, but you come back as a human. And that's the same thing. It's like, no, 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 no. You can come back, but you're going to be human again. Right. Um, uh, mom, grandma, whatever, could be more like on the other side as a guide, spirit guide type thing. Yes, and, and and spirit guides do have their own group, so to speak. But yeah, no, and they and you don't become your guardian angel either. That again is another one that's a, an entity on its own. You you know you don't become a guardian angel either. Let's see. So let's say here's a, here's another another fun thing that you find all over these ghost shows: how spirits are trapped. They can't leave the building. They can't leave the area. They're forever trapped there. And they're really, really mad about it because they're trapped. Yeah, no, they can go anywhere they want. Who's going to tell them they can't? There is absolutely no reason. There is an exception because there's always exceptions. If you have a portal in your house and an earthbound spirit comes out of a portal, it cannot leave the house. But a regular earthbound spirit that walked in through the patio door, the front door, the garage, they can leave, they can ride with you, they can go wherever they want. They can go from the East Coast to the West Coast just by thinking about it. They don't even have to ride a plane to do it. I'm thinking ghostly sounds kind of fun. East Coast, West Coast carrying my head the whole way. It's going to be fun. <laughs> You're going to find so many misconceptions there, Melissa. <laughs> but break them all, break them all. Or, or no, not break them, like enforce them all. Why not? Enforce. There you go. There and, you and go. Then, and the next time you're like, there's always this one. And, yeah. you know this one. <laughs> there, and Melissa's the exception to the rule, right? Because there's always one exception. That's right. <laughs> I see your bet. <laughs> right. You know, and it's funny, like, I don't see Earthbounds as you do, but the couple times that I have caught glimpses, like, it was always some old guy I never met, like, hanging out in my garage, messing with my gas tank cap, to where every time I would turn on the car, that little light, that says gas cap, you know, he wasn't trapped in my garage, that that old creep was messing with other people, too, you know, so. That's you right. Know. Well, and what about the one that was just in your new apartment, messing with your gas stove? Oh, that old lady. Yeah, I mean, and and who knows where she even came from? You know, you really don't know, right? And then there was Adam, who he and I had to have the uh, the, the the contest of who was going to win out there. Um, yes, yeah, yeah, trapped him and, in for a good hour, <laughs> right? And you know, people like, and especially your store, when you sell products that are so not mainstream you're going to have people come in that obviously have stuff attached to that to them they have agendas 
and they're looking for very specific items to use in whatever it is they're doing. And so, you know, stores like yours, so your store is totally protected. If any of your customers come in with something attached to them, it's waiting out in the car. They cannot come in your store. So that's something. And I think it made a difference when your store was protected. It even helped with sales, didn't it? Things got better when nobody was bugging anybody. Yeah. Well, and and that's the thing. It's like people will come and I hear this all the time. They're like, I just had a bad day at work and I just knew I could come here and feel better, you know? So, you know, it, it helps. And then, you know, they end up finding something, but I have no problem with people coming in and just kind of relaxing or feeling better. Like this is the whole point of the place. Right. Um, I'm, I'm more, way more healer than I am tchotchke, salesy, pitchy. And like, I hate being pitchy. Right. The good thing with you is that you, if somebody asks you a question and you don't have an answer, you have resources to find the answer for them. mm -hmm. And so that's, that's a good thing. I mean, I, I know a lot of people who do a lot of different things and nine times out of 10, I can put you in touch with somebody who can probably answer that for you. Right. Um, and I'm not going to fluff you and try to, you know, act like what I know what I'm talking about when I don't, because that's not helping no. anybody. And I think we're both honest enough when we don't know the answer to something, we say, I don't know. Because mm-hmm. try lying about it. Oh, yeah, you'll get caught in a heartbeat. So you're better off just playing. Be honest. I don't know, but I'll try to find the answer for you. Yes, it's. It's a lot less to have to worry about, honesty. Um, let's see. So what are some of the other common questions we hear? Um, what about the whole area, um, area burial ground, Indian burial ground? Everybody's house is on an Indian burial ground, right? Oh, you betcha. Since movies and TVs, you got that or at least a cemetery, which is, okay. yeah, I, I, I actually do know of a couple places that they did move a cemetery to build Uh, a structure and that was a problem but um no you know if they if they want they can go like i said they can go anywhere and i totally lost my train of thought you're gonna have to cut this out because i lost the question (laughs) Uh, (laughs) you weren't expecting that (laughs) No, I was reading for the next question. I'm like, how are we going to segue? <laughs> it's like, oh, um, shit. What did she do? <laughs> we, we might have to make a bloopers thing here and there. I'm telling you, it's like, whoa, what did you say? <laughs> so uh, it was the Indian uh, burial ground or cemetery. And um, you said, I know a couple places where they did move cemeteries. And that was a bad thing. Right. But for keep this in mind, there are very few Indian burial grounds. They were, you know, they they were put on pyres and burned. Uh, They traveled. I'm not saying that your house that you're living in right now at some point during a war between whites and Indians, an Indian didn't die on that property. But haunting it? Absolutely not. That is Farthest thing from the truth. You know, 
the whole like cemetery thing, and I always want to think about it um, when it comes to cemeteries and Indian burial grounds. Like humanity has been on this earth a very short time, right? But native peoples were migratory. They moved, they followed places. So, and people died along the way everywhere. So right. the chances are there's a dead body of something on every square foot of land. So Exactly right. And when people went from the East Coast to the West Coast in wagon trains, how many people died on in route just going on that, you know, they buried them on the side of the road. They buried them in an orchard. We One of our houses that we owned, uh, Ted had gotten a rototiller to dig it up in the back to put a garden in. And we started all this little stuff, uh, homemade forks and knives and little bottles. Here we found out from way old, old, old people in the neighborhood that was an orchard at one point. People used to bury people under orchards. And that's why we kept finding this stuff. But was my backyard haunted? No. And I lived right across the street from a cemetery. No. (laughs) That's neighbors. They're so quiet. Let me tell you. Three of our last four houses were either across the street or next door to a cemetery. And they make the best neighbors. Totally. I mean, I was that... that, uh creepy gothy kid i would go hang out in cemeteries not because ooh, it's spooky and ooh, it was like it's quiet in old cemeteries i love reading the epitaphs some of the epitaphs are so off the wall it's like this was in 1870 and they came up with it wow it's like how did you even think of this but you should yeah. it's it's cool and this time of year was cool and the leaves are blowing oh man that's the best time to walk through a cemetery well there's actually like a beauty to them too you know this time with the changing colors and the different artwork because depending on how old the cemetery is and you can watch the progression of art that's that right from stone to stone and i'm always kind of disappointed in the newer ones where they're all flat you know, and they're, they're divoted down so they can just go over it with a lawnmower and not have to, you know, weed eat and mow around. Like, well, that's no fun. Yeah. Uh, one of the big cemeteries here just changed that. And they, you're allowed to put up any kind of headstone you want now because too many people complained they wanted something fancier than a flat stone. So I think, excuse me. Was it the Lakeview one? They, uh... No, it's uh, Holy Cross. Oh, okay. And that's a huge, huge cemetery. But uh, I did some work for one of the people that makes stones. And he is so happy that they can finally make big, beautiful stones again. And the Holy Cross has changed. So things go around. They do. And and it's funny because the, the more modern I guess, uh, deaths and, uh, stones. It's like, I've seen where grandma put her cookie recipe, you know, with the little note, like how she, it was her secret. Nobody had it. And so when she died, it was now everybody has it. Right. You know, or fun little, uh, fun little jokes and things, you know, it's fun. And you should think about it. I mean, I think as soon as you own a house or have a child, in my personal opinion, you better have a will with some kind of final instructions because I get tired of getting phone calls and saying, my father died and we don't know what he wants. Can you come over and tell us? That is family matters that should have been taken care of way before your dad died. 
But if you want something fancy on a stone or you want something specific on a stone, you got to do it when you're alive. It's not going to happen when you're dead. Yeah, it's make make those arrangements ahead of time. Um, If nothing else, it will help your family members later, those that are going to be grieving you. You know, it's easier for them to work through their grief if they're not trying to set that aside just to work on the plans that should have been done. And that's one of the reasons why a ghost will stay. Because they don't know what the family's doing with them. You know, that white light is only going to stay 48 to 72 hours after uh, the final memorial service. So you're going to have to, you know, like I said, that if if you're if they don't want to be cremated and you cremate them, they're not crossing over. Or if you bury them when they wanted to be cremated, that's not going to happen either. So you're better off getting it in writing so that you know, so that you can go into the light peacefully. Everybody will be happy. Less yes. call you <laughs> but less for us to talk about it, it it's a right head of the fence we want to go on <laughs> yes so what about when people say gee i walked into a ghost or i don't want to sit on a ghost no no don't, don't, don't. you know what ghosts do the same things that they did when they were alive did they walk through you when you were alive how many people Oh, that's probably not a good question to ask because a lot of people like to sit on people. But normally ghosts do not sit on other people. Ghosts don't walk through you. Just like ghosts don't come through windows. Very seldom. Ghosts come through doorways. The door doesn't have to be open, but they still come through the doorway. So no, you, they move. If they, if they're sitting in a chair and you're heading in that direction, they're going to get up and move. You are not going to sit on them. They're not going to walk through you. Now, uncle Jimmy crossed over and uncle Jimmy used to play the lottery and he was kind of a lucky guy. Is uncle Jimmy going to be able to give me the winning lottery numbers? Melissa, are we still working? (laughs) I mean, we are. And some days I think way too hard. That's right. And if I could get the lottery numbers, oh my gosh, because I could talk to a ghost in any state. I could probably talk to a ghost in the lottery office if I thought about it. Do they know the numbers? No. Alive or dead. Although now I'm thinking like um, if a ghost was hanging out somewhere where they're doing trading and, you know, the whole insider trading thing, not the lottery. Oh no 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 no! I done yeah no. You I have done work for businesses where the ghost has said that one over there is cheating. That one over there has got a second set of books. Uh yeah no. Some ghosts just love to tattle. You know that doesn't mean they're telling the truth. So when I tell uh you know an owner. Watch that lady over there because I think she might be having a second set of books. Make sure it's true before you fire her. So, but no, they they can tell you all kinds of things. There was um, a sports team that wanted me to interview all of their players to see who had what attached to them and if they had any curses on them. I said, no. That's a lot of it. 
<laughs> that, that, no, that's not, no, mm-mm. I don't care how big your budget is. It's not happening. So, you know, I, it's like somebody calling me up and going, you know, you told the lady across the street that there was a ghost in her house. I said, oh, okay. Well, she died. Okay. Can you find that ghost and tell me if she's got anything hidden in the house so I can go find it? No, I can't do that. People, no, no, no. I mean, you know, there are times when ghosts tell me something that I'm going la, 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 because I don't want to hear it. I mean, I don't care who the next door neighbor's having an affair with. It's none of my business. But they like to tattle. They do. Well, and just like one of the first times you had to come out to my my house, there was that lady in town that you said she would just go around and collect the gossip and just wanted to you know, see what she could see, hear what she could hear and, and continue on. That's right. She no, was a lot more than the guy, the creepy 50 year old guy that was hanging out upstairs and in the bedrooms and stuff. Yeah. But he was a bit of a peeper, you know, and, and somebody that does that. Think about it. How easy is it for them? They're invisible. They can look at anything they want, which is really, you're right. Creepy. Mm-hmm. It, it, you, that is something that you do not with in the house if you've got teenage girls. It's right. got to go. Got to go. Well, and and that was, yeah, that was a perfect instance, kind of circling back to blaming the kids. You know, the stuff he was pulling, I'm like, oh, those darn boys or, oh, you know. Um, but when, when, you know, the divorce was happening, it was just me and my kid. And now suddenly my kid is visiting his father in another state. Well, there's nobody to blame. And I wasn't home when that happened. <laughs> right. That's right. So problem. <laughs> right. And it's a reality check because a lot of times, you know, what do they say? The first thing to go is your mind, your memory. And it's like, did I really put the keys on the counter? I thought I put them on the table. And then they're someplace else. Ghosts, women ghosts love to move things. Men ghosts tendency to break things in a house more plumbing, electrical, but women, one earring, a bracelet, um, beauty products. They, they're just so, it just fascinates them, especially if it's somebody that died 50, 60, 70 years ago. They didn't have this kind of stuff when they were alive. And they're like kids. You tell kids, look with your eyes, not with your hands. You got to tell a ghost the same thing. Look with your eyes. Don't touch it. Well, here's, that's a very good point. You, you say you got to tell them something. If you just tell a ghost to leave your house, how, how, uh, how effective is that? Not one little bit. Two things are going to happen. They're going to know that you know they're there now. So now they're going to act up all the more, which is going to make you start screaming louder at them, which is going to give them way more energy. So you are totally better off just ignoring them. Don't give them the energy. The same thing would happen if I talk to you and I say, yes, you've got this, this, this in the house. And you get off the you know, phone and start screaming at them. Don't do it. Don't throw holy water. That's going to make them very angry. Get the priest in. Get the minister in. They can throw all the holy water around they want but not a lay person. It makes them very angry. 
Right. Well, and I, I do have people that will come in and ask for holy water for blessing and everything. And it, it's one thing to use if you're using on like a, uh, a prayer space or, you know, some sacred space that you're meditating, praying. Um, but to go throwing that around and to try and, and get people to understand, it's like, well, what if you were walking down the street and a random priest just kind of, you know, flicks you with whatever that little wand thing is. I forget what it's called. Um, you know, and, and gives you a blessing or, you know, something I'm like, you, you, you might be a little annoyed, like, oh, you know, unexpected. But I'm like, if, if I were just walking down the street, throwing holy water at you, you're going to be way more because you, I don't have kind of like this, pre, this authority, right. To be exactly. That's it exactly. You so, want them to do something that is almost on a religious level. Holy right. water, you would consider a religious level. And therefore, you think that's going to help. And it is the exact opposite of what you think. Exactly. So maybe our last question for today, because we don't want this to go so long that we have everybody kind of like, oh, okay. Yeah. Can ghosts make you hurt or kill yourself or can they hurt, kill you? Ghosts cannot kill you by shooting you, stabbing you, suffocating you. Um, it can scare you so bad that you may have a heart attack. They can distract you as you're going down steps where you trip, you fall down the steps, you break your neck and you die, but they didn't push you. They can stand close to an electrical box in your house and start the box smoldering or causing a fire, but they didn't light a match and throw it. So it's, yeah, but no. Can they make you sick? Oh, yes, absolutely. You're going to have um, an adult, really bad headaches when you're home, a lot of sinus problems, maybe a lot of lower intestinal problems. Can't sleep, but you are exhausted all the time. That's the energy drain. Kids under the age of 10, ear, nose, throat, upper respiratory problems, in bed with you every night at two o'clock in the morning. That could be a whole one of these just on kids alone. Believe me. Um, and if anybody's on prescriptions, if you've got ghosts in the house, your pills are not working as well as they could be for you. If your doctor is saying to you, these aren't working, we have to increase the dose. Or, gee, you got used to these. We're going to have to write a new prescription or a different prescription. That could be a ghost. I know there are people who kind of feel bad for them, right? Well, they need somewhere to go. They can hang out with me. And when I try to say they do have somewhere to go, it's called the other side. <laughs> you know, you're, you're just making yourself sick. You know, this, this is not something good. You're not really helping either one by allowing this to happen. Um, so no, if a person is earthbound, they cannot go forward mentally, spiritually, physically. You know, a ghost died in 1945 and they were 26 years old. I run across them today. They're still 26 years old. You do not age when you don't cross over. And I, I don't care. You know, I don't care how old I am now. I would not want to be 26 for 100 years. That just would, that would not make me very happy. 
<laughs> I mean, I was in the best shape of my life around 26, 27. I, I might want to be. <laughs> no, I don't know. Yeah, you would think that. I mean, the back pain didn't kick in, you know, I, I didn't make as much noise creaking and popping, getting out of bed in the morning. Those, those were good times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand that. But there's always something new to look forward to. <laughs> true, true. Um, you know, I, I often joke that I can't wait for my, my crazy old years. I'm going to be the crazy eccentric old lady and, you know, drive my son nuts in the nursing home. And he's like, that's why you're going to a home. <laughs> so I'm like, good. I'm going to make you earn it, buddy. <laughs> I can remember my children telling me at supper one night, they were like 12 and, and nine. And the one said, and but think this, uh, my mother-in-law and father-in-law lived with us. So they had a reference point. And so, yeah, so the one said, I'm going to make so much money when I'm growing up that I'm going to put you and dad in the best nursing homes I can find. <laughs> there you go. You know, <laughs> I used to tell my son, I'm like, I'm like, you got to make enough money that you can take care of me. I want the little old lady mother-in-law house in the back of your property. And he was on board with that until I'm like, I'm going to have parties. I'm going to have a pet flying fox. And he's like, that's it. You're not living with me. You're going to the home. And I'm like, you're no fun. Yeah. I just try to keep, you know, Ted and I just try to keep our wits about us when we're around the kids so they don't find that home. Right. <laughs> And, and and there's not like any nieces or nephews, right? That you can be like, come nope. come and bring me out of the home. You know? Nope, nope, <laughs> nope, nope. There is not. If we're there, we are stuck. <laughs> that that's kind of my plight. I only have the one, so <laughs> darn it. Right. I'll be at his mercy then, but uh, I'll make him earn every bit of that. Well. This was fun. I mean, I'm glad we're I'm glad we're finally starting this. I'm, I'm and I think you know different subject. There's still a bunch of ghost questions that haven't been answered, but this isn't going to be overnight. That's for sure. So I think between Melissa's store, between the goddess elite and calling or coming on zoom to, you know, see what's going on. I think that, you know, I think you guys can get some good information from us during this. And we do the Wednesday morning ghost chats on your YouTube channel on ours, the goddess elite. So Marianne Winkowski, you know, just your name is your YouTube channel. Um, ours is goddess elite new age. So you can find us on either one, you know, and join us on the, the Wednesday mornings. Uh, we do have an email that if you would like to email questions to us, or if you want to share experiences that you've had uh, with earthbound spirits and possible, you know, happenings, the email is when ghosts, with speak pod. So there's two S's in there. When ghosts speak pod at gmail.com. So I didn't want anybody to be confused about the number of S's between that one and that one. Yeah, I know. So <laughs> little dots. <laughs> right. So be like, I emailed you guys and I'm like, we're not getting it. Oh, yeah, yeah. So when ghosts speak, at gmail.com send us in questions stories happenings we may even read up some of them off you know just to share what can happen for people yeah um, you we're know. going to try to have guests on event you know eventually we'll try to bring some people on that have knowledge and other subjects that we are not that good about you know and 
So we we should be able to keep this going for a while. Yeah, we're, we're kind of thinking to start, what, a couple times a month, you know? Yeah, the first and the third Wednesday of each month is where we're at now with this. Mm -hmm. So we'll, and we'll start this actually this month, right? Yeah, yeah. So I've got a couple of days to edit and piece together and, and launch. So <laughs> sounds like a plan. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you everybody for joining us and um, please, uh, you know, subscribe, tell friends, join us on Wednesday mornings and subscribe there as well. Cause there's different topics between the lives and the podcast. So, and um, you love some of the questions people ask. I just <laughs> love them. <laughs> We, we have a regular base there and, and, and they, they keep everything fun and, and moving. And, you know, I get to chuckle when I read everybody's comments back and forth and cause I can see them all on the screen as I'm weeding through for questions. And it, it's quite fun. Um, it's a nice community that they've built together with themselves. So <laughs> join us in all the things. <laughs> all right, everybody. Well, thank you. And um, we'll catch you again on the next episode. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to When Go Speak. Join us again soon. Goodbye.